Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode here of Two Minutes Roughing. I'm, of course, your host, Miley Grando, joined by uh, The Prospector, and this is the first, hey, this is the first podcast of 2024. Yeah, who would have thought? I mean, according to some people, like, this podcast is so hated, I'm shocked. Uh, I mean, we have a, me, I, I've been trashed by... A lot of people in a lot of different leagues, and I just don't care. <laughs> but know, um, yeah. but you know, but you know what else I do yeah. want to trash? Uh huh. Oh no! Just, yeah, just go so, and uh, say it. Yeah. Uh, so if you don't know, Rand over here is is a is a Bama person. He's a Bama fan. Good old roll tie. Yeah, yeah because. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm not just like, oh, ha, ha, you're from Alabama, so you're a bandwagon Alabama fan. I go to Alabama. I See, I was trying to not I, say I'm that. I'm my semester next week. I was literally trying no, to I, not no, say I'm that. Very public. No, I'm not. I'm making that very public. I, I don't care. I don't care. At all. I, I, I'm at a very large university. I don't think people are going to uh, have an easy time finding me. That's fair. I, mean, I, I don't think my degree out there or anything. I was trying to be courteous. Try to be courteous. Yeah. Um, oh, no, it's fine. And, I, and I'm a Michigan fan. So, they needs to say this and, past week. Did weekend, you go to Michigan? Did you go to Michigan, buddy? But you go to Michigan? Would, no, honestly, but I would, have, I would have loved to go on there. It's a, it's actually a really hard school yeah. to get into. It's actually a really hard school to get into. Yeah. It's like anyway, one of the top so, uh, universities in the country, actually. <laughs> okay, um, all right. Yeah, uh, so that Alabama is supremacy, though. Anyway, uh-huh. yeah, uh, uh-huh. I, I, okay, anyway. I am very sad. Um, Jalen Milrow's legs are, uh, should be amputated, and he should have them reattached. You know, like get like Derrick Henry's legs. There you go. Put put Derrick Henry's legs on Jalen Milrow after that. Wait, is, uh, that is that your center? No, 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 no. Okay, Where so your fun, center was. Okay, we're gonna. Okay, Where no, no. no. So, so fun fact about the center. Hang on, hang on. Mark, Mark, Mark. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to tell you something. So our center, the center from that game. Actually announced yesterday, so he announced on Monday. We're recording this on, uh, excuse me, uh, we're recording this on Wednesday. He announced on Tuesday at you know the day after the game. Hey, I'm going to be coming back to Alabama. Uh, can't wait to be back, coach. Stuff like that. You want to know what happened today? What? He wait announced he's well. He's going to he's going into the transfer portal. Literally, like he got bullied so hard by everybody. Like yeah, he, he basically, was... as soon as he got announced, it was like. No, you are not coming back. You are out of here. Go. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, dude. He, he that dude messed up. Like that dude cost you the game. Oh no, we 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 yeah, we would have won the game if he did not screw up so many. And it's been a problem all year. That's the issue. Oh, he's he like, been a, he, like a, special, yeah. This is special teams trying to hand y'all the game though too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. If he didn't like you know screw up a pass like every no, it's not a pass, but a snap like every one in three times. We would have won the game, but I mean, so, I guess at the end of the day, it was just a matter of who made the less mistakes, and I guess Michigan made the less like least amount of mistakes. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that's completely fair. That's how that's how they won. And you know what? Anyway, thing, I don't mind Washington. I do not mind Washington. I actually, oh, thing, go Huskies, baby, go Huskies. That's what I'm saying. Oh, here's the thing. Legitimately, when they join the Big Ten next year, Huskies will probably be my third Big Ten team. I actually have. I've always like liked the Huskies. I've always kind of like, yeah, they're cool. Like, yeah. So I'm, 
I'm almost a little sad that I have to root against them because, well, I'm a Michigan fan. Of course, I'm going to root against them in this scenario. But if any other team was playing them, I'd probably be rooting for them. Mm-hmm. But they ah. must bug. All right. Well, uh, are you ready to go and start talking about the FPHL? Yeah. And I will say, as right. we are recording this right now, we uh, looks like the – it's Mississippi versus uh, Port Huron uh, right now with about, yes. about five minutes into the second period. Yeah. It's currently 1-1. So, uh, well, I, I, speaking of teams that, that have played, Mark, it's also a special anniversary. Yes. Oh, you have no idea how badly I wish a certain team was playing, like a certain market was playing right now. Yes, uh, everyone, Mark, I'm going to ask, can we have a moment of silence for the Battle Creek Rumblebees and for their accomplishment of their guaranteed win night win over the Elmira Enforcers? Please take a few seconds to observe this moment of silence. Thank you. No, Mark, (laughs) uh, I, 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 yeah, oh, God. That that will always go down in Fed history. Like, that was like Dude, that was like the perfect the one like game they won. The one game they won. Yeah. It's, it's they never going to live it down. Well, nah, I'm still gonna put it on the whole Amira market. That, that's just like you're never gonna live that down. That's gonna follow you. All right, River Amira Sharks. Market. Yeah, the Amira right, River Sharks. This loss is on you. Even though it's a completely different team, it's still you know the no the pain no the fans know the, pain. the fans who are still River Sharks fans yes. know the pain. That's how. Yeah, there we go. Oh, uh, amazing! That's always a fu- yeah. Today's the anniversary, the the four year anniversary, which is nuts to think about. Actually, that's been a lot. Long. Yeah. Ugh, Probably so one of the only good things to happen in twenty twenty. Uh, I mean. Uh. <laughs> And look, if you're an NHL fan, there's a something that like there's a four year anniversary for something that happens next month. <laughs> that, yes. that is a bit funnier. Yes. Okay. Two anyway, Zamboni driver. Oh. Mhm. <laughs> All right. So, are you ready to go and start talking about the uh, Fed uh, standings? Yep. All right, so start off, let's talk about Carolina still sticking around in first, but they are tied Damn. technically with Columbus at 47 points. Which I'm going to be honest, I don't know how that is. It has to be a head – oh, it's head-to-head. But no, that doesn't make sense, actually. Wait, hold on. Oh, they do technically have more wins, total wins, I guess. Yeah, 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 because that's what I was going to say. That's probably it. They have, they're tied in points. They have they have more wins overall, but their winning percentage is lower. But I think head to head they also have the advantage. So right. it, it's, yeah, it just depends on if the tiebreaker was any different, it could be Columbus's uh, advantage. But yeah, but now I guess let, let let us quickly talk about kind of how our um uh let's see how how that that game kind of went. I mean, man, that that was just a close game between Columbus and Carolina. Also, well, I mean, oh, they played, um, oh, yeah, on Saturday, oh, Sunday, I mean, excuse me, yeah, Sunday, because yeah, um, it was to be fair, it absolutely was. Um, god, I, I watched, yep, 
Dawson Baker with less than five minutes to go got the yep. uh, the game winner on the power play. It it really was just a back and forth affair for the most part. Um, but Columbus did win a couple times beforehand, so that's how we're in the scenario where, yeah, even though Carolina did win that game, Columbus finally got a couple shots in on them. Took a little while. Mm-hmm. It took a little while, but they got a couple of jabs in there finally. So that's how we're in the situation. Carolina is ahead and small way. I think it's still correct, but um, Carolina just lost something big. And uh, yeah, sorry, I mention this now, or should I mention this when we talk about the SPHL? I mean, going to talk about this now. Yeah, so um, Carolina just lost Mario Cavalieri. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a uh, Riverman fan, I look, I like the Thunderbirds, so in a small way, I am sorry to you guys, but at the same time, I will gladly take Mario. Dude, I'm surprised he's not gone a full-time SPHL gig before. Like, dude's good. Dude is really good. <laughs> We've seen what he's done <laughs> with Carolina over these last couple of seasons. So yeah, I mean, look, it's it's been a very interesting kind of experience. I think. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Is it just me, or does it feel like more people are staying in the Fed uh, than going to the SP? Sometimes it just depends. Well, I mean, it also just depends. Like, it's just like how some people in the SPHL won't take ECHL call-ups. But just if you enjoy it there, if you play for the love of the game, you don't particularly care about if you get paid more. Then why leave? Yeah, that, uh, that's true. I mean, yeah, it's just, I mean, or maybe someone, some like like family situations, or you know, just depending on where life takes you. Sometimes it's more convenient to go to one league over the other, even if the other league is higher and pays more. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just just depends. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, do you want to go ahead and get back to talk about starting with a team that's actually playing right now? Yep, Mississippi. Um, Mississippi. So, let's see here. What did their weekend look like? I mean, they kind of didn't have the greatest of weekends. Yeah, they, they've they been allowing Port Huron to kind of uh, – I mean, they lost to Baton Rouge of all teams on Saturday. And then uh, they they lost, didn't play Sunday. Then they lost then to Port Huron yesterday lost as well. Yeah. Like, they have been allowing Port Huron to kind of climb up. And if Port Huron wins this game, they'll jump Mississippi. Yep. So, I mean, there, there's there been as some absolute chaos is happening. I mean, Mississippi, I, I think it's pretty fair. In the last 10, they're 4-5-1. Uh, excuse me. Uh, Mississippi is 4-6-0, but Port Huron's 4-5-1. Uh, I mean, you know, can, can we possibly say Mississippi has possibly peaked a little bit and maybe they're – they're kind of getting ready for but a downward trend. Thing. Maybe, but here's the thing. After this game, after this game, um, oh. Hmm. After this game, uh, four of their next five games, actually, no, well, five, all five of their games, but like uh, four of the next five are at home against Baton Rouge. And the one game in between, 
is against Blue Ridge, also at home. Mm-hmm. This is their opportunity. What kind of team are you, Mississippi? Are you going to let the two teams who are below you, who are on supposed to be a bottom tier, like supposed to be a tier below you, take advantage of you? Or are you going to show them their place and, and show us your place? Because after that, you're, Mississippi has to take advantage of this now. Because do you see the yeah. schedule afterward? Uh, it's not exactly pretty. Uh, Carolina, 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 Columbus, 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 Carolina, Carolina. That's basically Murderer's Row right there. <laughs> for a month. For any team. For a month. Yeah. yeah. And they're playing those two teams for a month, basically. They mm-hmm. they got to win these. They have to win at least four of these games. Like, include, like not even just including, not including tonight even. Four, they have to win four of the five against the bottom two in the division or else they could be they could be part of those bottom two teams. Yeah. Well I guess let's talk about those bottom two teams. Because you have Baton Rouge and Whiteville. Baton Rouge seemingly I don't know is is maybe making a bit of a run, fair to say, because in the last ten they've been four, four and two. And you know, they're they're starting to gain some wins after just for a while just losing. I mean that, that's something that has to be noted at this point. Oh, it absolutely does. And that makes the Mississippi series all the more, like, more interesting because if Mississippi doesn't get the wins they need against Baton Rouge, that allows Baton Rouge to potentially get into a spot where they could actually start vying for a potential spot. It, it would still take a lot of things to happen, mind you, but mm-hmm. the possibility is there. Mm. All right, and then we have Whitefield also. They they have basically dropped all the way to six. Um, do you think there's any way to salvage their season, or do you think it's just all right? You know, we we, we just go th- we finish up the season and rebuild uh, upcoming uh, the upcoming yeah, season. I mean, the, God, their schedule up their upcoming schedule is rough. Yeah, I see Columbus a ton, Motor City a, a crap ton. The game against Mississippi, a game against Carolina. I mean, that's basically what their schedule is through the rest of the month. Is five games against Motor City, four games against Columbus, and a, and a couple of games uh, in Mississippi and in Carolina. Like, one of each. That's brutal. Mm-hmm. That is brutal. Like, I... Yeah, I... I know it's still technically early. But I think this season might be a wash. Mm. Yeah, I think that's very like fair this, to say. This month might kill them completely. Well, mm-hmm. maybe not kill them as hard as the last Bobcat team, but you know. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Anyway, um, well then, let's talk about the Empire Division, and you know we, we're starting to see some you know things pick up there, Binghamton. I mean, what else can we say? They they have been oh. just absolutely dominating the empire. Oh. They, they've had yes, they've had some. Well, they've had some recent overtime losses, yes, uh, including that one to Danbury. Um, but at the same time, I mean, look, they're sitting with fifty five points. Next lowest team, excuse me, next team is it's motors. Yeah, but but I, I I'm just saying also, 
you know, they 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 have a let's see right now a uh, fourteen point gap. You know, that's oh, like, quite a bit of a hold onto the empire. It is. It is. It's just, I, yeah, Binghamton's still in a perfectly fine spot. They shouldn't need to panic at all. Like they they're perfectly fine. I think still. Um, their next game is going to be a little tough, but it's at home. It's against Motor City this weekend. So I mean, mm-hmm. they they should hopefully they're not going to be playing much because they're they're kind of some games ahead too. So they're only playing once this weekend. It's a tough game against a team that's starting to get their groove back. So that game will be very interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Uh, we I guess let's kind of talk about these two teams because they're very similar at this right. Uh, not maybe not in terms of points, but in how they are starting to have been playing recently. Motor City and Danbury. Um, again, you, you have Danbury maybe maybe starting to get things back in order with those wins over Binghamton and over time. Motor City seemingly starting to get back into where they were at the beginning of the season. I mean, are, are these two teams possibly back on the rise? I think Motor City is starting to get things back on track. Danbury still has a little ways to go, but they, but, but they showed that they are not dead yet. That's what I will say. I did say this past week was going to be a little bit of a test for Danbury, and you know what? You know what? They they did well. They did well. Um, I think Danbury. They still need to regain a lot of form, though, and that's going to be pretty much impossible, at least compared to last year. But those two wins were vital to keep spirits up, especially against the rival on a home and home. Mm. Yeah. All right. Um, and then I guess let's have our two bottom teams. You have Watertown right now sitting with 24. But I, I think something that we should point out, you know, the Empire, again, I, I've said this whole time, the Connell Division, the Empire Division, have basically flipped in terms of competition this year. Yes, if you look at the overall, it's a bit more spread out with points. But I mean, if you look at basically two, three, there, you know, there's a bit of a gap, but that's, you know, but that gets a possible fight. Then you have four and five with Marshall Elmira. That's only a five point difference. And yeah. again, you know, with the with the Fed, four teams make it in from each division. Elmira's still fighting for a playoff spot. I mean, isn't this is reaching a very, a, you know, possibly exciting, uh, at least you know, at the moment, exciting act of, okay, how are these teams going to be jockeying for that number four spot? Yeah, I mean, Watertown still has the advantage right now. They've played well against, like, Danbury, for example. Like, they've had Danbury's number for a good portion of the season. They're also a very chippy team, which can help or hurt, depending. Um, mm-hmm. They, like I said, they have the advantage right now. They need to make sure to keep that advantage. Um, Amara, they're figuring things out again a little bit, like just a little bit. They're figuring things out. They've gotten four wins in the last 10 games out of like, so I mean, with they've had seven all year. So, I mean, that more than half. So they're, maybe they try to figure it out a little bit more. I know, like. I know this weekend might not be too might not be too possible because of who they are playing. They're only playing one game this weekend themselves, Amara is. But it's not over for them yet. It's definitely not over for them yet. They're yeah. gonna keep fighting. 
Uh, all right. Well, are you ready to talk about upcoming games this uh, Friday? Yep. And uh, here's the one Elmira right. game. Yes, the one. Uh, Danbury at Elmira. Uh, that's the problem. I know Elmira is trying to get back on track, but so is Danbury, and Danbury needs this win. Cause I think Danbury also has a better. Yeah. Like, I know Danbury just beat Beamton a couple uh, times, which is great. But you don't want to follow that up with a loss to Elmira. Because then that's going to make people question, like, okay, what's up with this team again? Mm-hmm. You've got to win that game. Danbury's got to win that game. Yep. I'm picking them to win. I think it should be a pretty clear winner there. But you never know. Elmira's a little funky sometimes. Yes. Uh, I think Danbury has the better roster at the moment, though. I'm taking Danbury. Uh, Motor yeah. City at Watertown. Ooh, at Watertown. I'm taking Motor That's... City. Could be a goal time battle. I'm, I'll pick Motor City as well. Could be a fun one. All right. Then we have Westville. What? Westville, excuse me, at Columbus. I'm going to take Columbus all the way. Yeah, the the that might not be pretty. I'm picking Columbus here too. All right, interesting game, Port Huron at Carolina. So this one may seem like, oh yeah, it has to be Carolina. Here's the problem: they don't have their starting goaltender now. Mm-hmm. They don't have like basically one of the top goaltenders in this league anymore. That's something that needs to be discussed. Port Huron can can be a little sneaky sometimes. They they can absolutely do that. I'm still gonna pick Carolina, but I'm not com- I'm not very confident on it. I'm not as confident as I as one would yeah. think I would be. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to be taking uh, still the uh, the uh, Carolina Thunderbirds here. And then we have Baton Rouge at Mississippi. Oh, why is this actually like? I feel like this is the toughest game. This might be the toughest game to actually like try to figure out what's going on with it. Uh, I'll pick Mississippi, but again, not very confident. All right, I'm going to take Baton Rouge. Mississippi has not been playing well. They are for some reason. I'm taking the Zydeco. Yeah, see, uh, yeah, I, I don't blame, and I don't blame you. Do not blame you at all. All right, Saturday we have Port Huron at Carolina once again. This will be the early, early game. Yeah, five p.m. for us, but uh, Port Huron for me. Yes, I'm going to take Carolina. I'm thinking a sweep. Wow, you have more confidence in Carolina than I do right now. Yeah, Carolina fans will like me now. Uh, it's right. more so, then, I know, look, losing a starting goaltender is going to be rough. Yeah. So. Uh, but here's a fun All one. Right. Yes, Motor City at Beamton. This is probably game of the week, in my opinion. This uh, might- I got to take Binghamton, but, but, I got, but I'm going to say overtime. Overtime win for Binghamton. I'm going to pick Binghamton as well, but you know what? I would not be shocked to Motor City did something fun. And I kind of hope they do. Honestly, uh, Mercy wins. Does Beamton start to worry a little bit? Maybe. 
Maybe. It depends on how bad. If they do, the Bim does lose, does lose. It depends on how bad it would be. But I'll, I'm picking Binghamton right now. All right. Then uh, we have uh, Withville again at Columbus. I'm taking a Columbus sweep. Yeah, that is a Columbus sweep. Unless something funny happens, then that's hilarious. But I'm still being Columbus. Okay. All right. Then uh, Baton Rouge at Mississippi. I'll pick Baton Rouge here. Okay. I'm going to take Mississippi, so I'm taking a split. Yeah. Uh, and then so Danbury at Watertown. See, this yeah. is not going to lie. When you say game of the week, like, man, Danbury Watertown is always kind of fun. And it's at Watertown. It's, and you know what? Here's the real test for Danbury. Danbury has struggled against Watertown, especially in Watertown. There's your real test. If you've actually had turned a corner, beat Watertown in Watertown. I'm <laughs> All gonna, right. No, uh, no, I'm going to say they turn the corner, though. Here's the thing. If they can get wins against Elmira and, and uh, Watertown this weekend, that's potentially that's at least four to six points. And if Mercy uh, does lose right. Beampton, if Mercy does lose to Beampton, that's actually a good little getting a little snug with Motor City there. Mm. All right. I'm, I'm Here's all right, well, I'm also picking Danbury. Yeah. And then we have our Sunday game, uh, Withville at Mississippi. Can I pick the Meteor? I'm kidding. Um, I'll pick Mississippi <laughs> here. All right, I'm going to take Mississippi also. And then do we want to do okay. – we, do we do the Thursday games or do we wait on those? I think we wait on those. No, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking we're recording next Wednesday, so. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. All right. Yeah. All right. Are we ready to talk about the SPHL and the trade that happened today? Oh, well, it wasn't today. It was yesterday. But, yeah, it was kind oh. of a big one. Kind oh, of well, you, uh, thanks, holiday break. I'm so – my days are basically running together. Yes. Uh, but, Mark, I'll let you talk about the trade that happened in yeah. the SPHL. Man, I'm the one who can barely talk right now. Ugh. Oh. Um, but yeah, um it was a six per it was a six player trade between Peoria and their next opponent, the Pensacola Ice Flyers. From mm-hmm. Peoria. From Peoria. Uh Peoria traded to Pensacola. Dale Dion, defenseman, been with the team for a few years now. Adam Keyes, who we signed earlier in the year, he's been pretty good, speedy youngster. And tied for second in points in the league, Joseph Widmar. Mm. Um, now, and from Pensacola to Peoria, Pensacola said over Jason Dubay, Mears Moore, and Dante Zapata. Now, on paper, you're probably wondering what the heck Peoria is doing. Because, no offense, but that seemed very weighted. Like, Peoria just sent over a very good player to Pensacola for a bunch of other players. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, even though Peoria did send over Dale Dion, who is a defenseman, 
two of the three players that Pensacola sent over were also defensemen. Um, and that's what we needed, actually. We need defensemen. Like, um, we were kind of we need defensive bodies. Um, and also in, at center, we've been kind of log jammed because we have a we had a lot of centers. And I know you're wondering, like, why get rid of Widmar? Look, I'm not going to get too mm-hmm. much into it, but from what I understand, it just needed to be made. It just needed to be made. That's what all I can really get, get into from what I have understood. And then also yeah. Peoria made the decision to waive Brendan Brawley, who's been pretty good. And they brought up Mario Cavalieri from Carolina. So, I mean, mm-hmm. and we signed Brian Parsons as well, who Port Huron yeah. fans would know too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, this this is a weird season. Like, it feels like you know everyone's moving and shaking, and going new places. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, this is just a weird season. Well, hmm. yeah. All right, man. are you ready to talk man. about standings? Yeah, and talk about the the charging bulls, rampaging bulls over here. Yep. All right. Um, the Pelham Bulls, uh, they're they are enjoying right now a two point lead. What was the script? What was the hang on, Mark? What was the uh, scoff for? This is the fact you call them the Pelham Bulls. Well, am I lying? You're not. It's just funny. Like it, it's just your Huntsville Sony. Yes, because no, 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 no. Yes, I know. Because all I'm saying is. They they play where do they play Mark? Do they play in Birmingham, Alabama, or do they play in Pelham, Alabama? It's just, but here's the thing: no one other than a Huntsville fan would call them Pelham, the Pelham Bulls. All right, do you want me to say the Birmingham Bulls of Pelham? What are you, the Angels? <laughs> I'm glad you at least got that reference. <laughs> okay, all right. But here's the thing: the Bulls so, are on a 13 oh. game point streak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have not lost the regulation Very good. in thirteen games. Absolutely insane. Yes, I wish we could like no matter that. how you slice it, they are the hottest team in the league right now. I mean, I I think you could call them one of the hottest teams in hockey. Yeah, I mean they. I think I think they want I think they want a cup. I think they are mad about last year, and I think they want a cup. Hang on, Mark. Mark, I think we should remember this is a team that you know has been basically hanging around that cup for the past two years. Yeah, but here's the thing: they got clo- they lost again last year to Roanoke. Yeah, they want a cup. Yeah, yeah, they want that damn now, cup. Here, so here, now, all I'm going to say is this: we have uh, <clears throat> your Peoria Riverman. We have seen very good one seed teams come into the playoffs and just absolutely just lose the plot. So, oh. Like there's, I'll say anything I yet. The last time a number one team won the cup, it's been a while. It's been a while. Man, uh, maybe um, maybe Peoria. No, it was making Peoria. It was making. Wow, dude. that that's. Well, hang on, was, that, was that the COVID season? No, that was 2017. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's been a while. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that's what yeah. I'm saying. And here's the thing: Peoria hasn't won the 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 coffee that like all those seasons either. Like it's not just Peoria. I think that they just cursed now. I think yeah, th- this might be a NHL situation where you might not want the top seed. Yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna yeah, all I'm gonna say is I'm very happy Huntsville's never won a coffee because that, that's basically like a good shop cup, you know. Okay. Well, but for back Peoria, on track. It's funny. For Peoria, it's funny. We've never finished yeah. second. We've always finished first or third. Yeah. All right. Well, still, uh, speaking of second, we have the fateful marksman. Um, again, the only two points behind first right now, they're at least keeping keeping up with things at the moment. They they kind of, I'll say this, they kind of decimated Knoxville on Friday. Yeah. It was it was eight one after the second period. It ended up nine one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that's dumb. That's so dumb. Um like they are a good team. They are an absolutely good team. Um they had a little stumble like a couple weeks ago, but they they got back on track. But because that stumble though, they did lose they end up they did end up losing that top spot. It's a tight race, at, honestly, right now for the top spot. It's a tight, tight mm. race. All right. Uh, well, then you, you the have someone who's yeah, one one point behind the march is the Riverman. Uh, again, that's your team. I'll let you do the talking on that one. I think this is, look. I know people love our schedule, given the teams that we'd like to play. But here's the thing: it'd be nice if those teams were actually good. Looking at you, Quad City. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, we've played the games. We, and you know what? Megan played well. Well, their goaltender played well. Josh Boyko. Oh, my God. He's the only re- – especially on Friday. Dude did not allow a, a goal – did not allow a goal until the 45th shot, until the last shot of the game. Dude was the only reason it was even close this weekend between those two teams. Mm. Boyko needs to get out of that out of that team. He deserves so much better. No, I'm sorry, Macon, but he really does. Yeah. Uh, um, and then Peoria Quad City had their little uh, New Year's Eve tussle, and Peoria won that as well. Honestly, Peoria doesn't do too well typically on New Year's Eve during New Year's Eve or New Year's Day games. That's the that's the more shocking part about that. They don't typically do too well historically, but they they want out there, and that's what matters. And now they're going on the road. Oh boy. Yep. All right. Then we have the Roanoke Earlier Dogs, who are doing good. Yeah. They they're they're figuring they've they've gone back to where they need to be. They're they mm-hmm. figured they had a they had a little bit of a rough start to the season, and no pun intended there. Um, but they figured things out. They've gotten things back under control. They're looking a bit stronger again. They're about where I think they should be. Right. You know who else has been kind of going back down to grace, although that's also because of the opponents they've been playing recently. 
Pensacola. Pensacola. Yeah, they are absolutely where they should be. That that was an overperformance that we saw this. Yeah, this but past here's couple the problem months. though. They do historically pretty well against the Rivermen. Guess who they're playing next? The Rivermen tomorrow in Pensacola. Yeah. Are you excited? Not really. (laughs) All right. Well, speaking of teams I'm not happy with, (laughs) Huntsville. Yay. This this team's doing things I wish I would not happen to see. Mark, you know this. Mark, just so people know, I had the chance. I would like to thank, again, a good friend of the podcast. uh, Just once again. A uh, personal friend of mine who happens to listen once again for, for the amazing experience. I got to see Huntsville losing overtime to Birmingham. That this team just absolutely needs. I don't know if it's grit. I, I don't know what to call it. You know, just something. And I, I guess, it's um, happening in against against Roanoke. It's just it feels like no. It feels like everyone's yeah. expecting, you know, for for Huntsville to be Huntsville. And you can't ha- you can't expect that. Well, see, here's the crazy part. Like, what Huntsville's doing is what I thought Peoria was going to do this year, but then they got Alec Hagman back, and now he's returned to form, and now like team's doing well again. Like Huntsville's doing what I thought Peoria was going to do, but we thought both of them were going to be doing this this year. So it's mm. not. I'm not. No, hey, 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 hey. Well, both of us. Well, both of hand. I have Peoria at number one, buddy. But that was but was that before or after Alec Hagman came back? I'm pretty mm, sure that was true. after. Like beforehand, the team was kind of looking like I know a lot of people will give Alec Hagman shit, but he does bring a lot of good things for the Riverman for a reason. Uh, but yeah, no, I the havoc. I don't know why the the Molly Cruz song "Kickstart My Heart" kind of just played in my head when you're. Think about like something needs to change. Like they just need a, a kick in the ass. It feels like they have some good players. That's they it. have, yeah. And you know, what? look, I'm gonna yeah, be real honest. They have a chance to do it this weekend because guess who they're playing? Mm-hmm. Peoria. Yeah, that's the thing. So I mean, uh, okay. Actually, you know what would be kind of cool? Oh my god! What? But imagine but, we get Brian Wilson on the Havoc versus Mario Cavalieri on the on the Rivermen. Interesting. Fed final rematch, anybody? Mm, like that? That, that would be that? Yeah, yeah. I kind of want are, that. Are we, are we going to have – hang on. Are we going to get a like a game four – uh, maybe should have been overtime uh, edition. Uh, you know, between these two teams, I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of the next team, uh, Quad City, it, 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 they had a quick high, and it seems like they're back down to the lows. I never know what to think about this team. I don't know what to think about this team still. Why are you the way that you are? Yeah. Why are you the way that you are? Look, Bailey Birkin can't do everything. They did win against Evansville, but that is a Cole Ceci-less Evansville. 
So I imagine Evansville is going to be brought back down to earth soon without him. I'm going to be real. That's, yeah. I know we haven't gotten to them yet, but the Quad City, I know they're dealing with injuries right now, and I'm sure that's part of it too because they've lost quite a few players. Um, And actually, uh, I did see Quad City on here earlier too. Oh, but they did sign. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Matiasco is now mm-hmm. on for I, IR. Don Ciavo is now on IR. But they did sign Waylon Paris today, mm-hmm. which that's yeah. a good sign. That is a good, good sign. <clears throat> um, He's been in the ECHL. Uh, Pensacola fans will know him. He is good. So, you know, that's a that's a good sign. Um, hopefully right. you could bring some good jump back to that team. But yeah. So. Well, speaking of kind of ju- well, speaking of jump, um, Evansville. Uh, why are they? I know, I know, the last few games have been great, but you look at look at the last ten. They're five, three, one, and one. Well, like, again, when did this kind of spike kind of appear? Why? You want to know why? Cole Cece. And guess why? who they haven't had the last three games? Cole Cece. Cole Cece. Like, look, I'm gonna be honest. Legitimately, the only reason they were there, as somebody who watched especially the games against the Rivermen, dude was playing out of his freaking mind. Dude was the only reason, only reason Evansville won those games. Only reason it was even close. Like, it's insane. I, and I'm not shocked he got called up, but I, and just as, and but in the same vein, I'm also not shocked that Evansville's gone back to being not great without him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Uh, all right, Knoxville and then we have our, our last... You, you, you think so? You think Knoxville's going to jump him? I mean, look, I'm be honest, the only reason Evansville's at that, in that spot that they're currently in is because of Cole Cece, and guess who they don't have? Cole Cece. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, then... We have uh, the next uh, kind of other team, Macon. Um, I really hate that they're in this spot again, you know. I, Wait, I, I hate it. Oh, they beat Evansville. See what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just like, yeah, they beat Evansville Sunday after uh, losing two straight to Peoria. Um, Again, just, God, I need to see who's in that for – Boyko, look at the amount of save. Dude, Boyko is getting shelled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did he face 40-plus shots in all three games this weekend? I think he did. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. And you know what's even crazier? He made 40-plus saves. And yet he only got one win out of that because the team in front of him sucks. That dude deserves so much better. Oh, that mm-hmm. dude deserves so much better. And there, and you know, his head coach should know that feeling very well. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That this team, this team. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember when they had All that right. good start? That seems so long ago. All right. <laughs> okay. All right, well, let's uh, talk about these upcoming weekend games. So, are you ready? Starting with tomorrow's. Pure or tonight, if you're listening to this on Thursday. 
Okay, yeah, Peoria thing, yeah. and Pensacola. Peoria is not in the comfort of their home, which by the way, they're now the best home team. By the way, now Peoria is. Mm-hmm. But you know who's historically also been a good home team, and that's Pensacola. The only two losses I think have come against Birmingham. I'm picking Pensacola. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to personally take Pensacola also. Yeah. And then we have Friday, Knoxville at Fayetteville. I'm going to take Fayetteville. I'm taking Fayetteville as well. All right. Pensacola at Macon. Pensacola. And I'm taking Pensacola also. Birmingham at Roanoke. Hmm. 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 I'll pick Birmingham. I'll pick Birmingham. Birmingham. All right, I'm going to take Birmingham also. Quad City at Evansville. Ooh. I'll pick Quad City. Quad City, all right. Peoria at Huntsville. Oh, uh, I'm going to take Quad City also. Uh, Peoria at Huntsville. I'll pick Huntsville. All right, I'm going to... Disagree with you. I'm taking Peoria. All right. Uh, now we're going to Saturday game. At Fayetteville. Yeah, Saturday games. Making at Fayetteville. If Fayetteville loses, we we mock them. Fayetteville. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair statement. Fayetteville. Although uh, not Fayetteville still boy, at boy, boy, Roanoke. Boy. Ooh, that could be fun. Um, man, again. Okay, uh, Roanoke. All right. I'm going to take Roanoke also. Uh, yeah, Saturday's basically kind of a repeat of Friday. Uh, QC at Evansville. QC at Evansville. Well, let me make sense, by the way. But, um, yeah, I'll pick Quad City again. All right. I'm going to take Evansville. I'm going to, I'm going to see a split. Ooh. All right. Peoria at Huntsville. I'll pick Peoria here. All right, I'm gonna take Huntsville. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I think we're both saying a split opposite yep. nights. Yep. Okay, Pensacola at Birmingham. Birmingham. Yeah, Birmingham sweep. Uh, they're sweeping the weekend. And then Roanoke at Knoxville. This is gonna be on Sunday. You have the one Sunday game, and I'm picking Roanoke. All right, I'm gonna agree with you on that one. All right, now I will say. Oh, now I do think though, Knoxville is going to get a couple loser points. I think they will still jump Evansville this weekend. Hmm. All right. I I, I feel I feel it's going to happen. All right. Just put that in there. Okay. Then we have. uh, I guess that's all for. Uh, two minutes roughing. Mark, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter. That's Prospector Hockey. That's Prospector H C K Y. All right, and then of course you can find me at not M L R. Very <laughs> easy uh, to find me on X slash Twitter. All right. Well, that has been it for this week. We shall see you guys next week with the yeah. latest in singly hockey news and more. Yep, and my voice survived. Woo-hoo. Yay! All right, bye.